Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. There are a few things that contribute to it. So I take a lot of things as signs. And uh, normally mornings are very uneventful. I appreciate that. I like that aspect of mornings. I don't want to deal with stuff, but... I was putting on a brand new shirt that I got and caught my deodorized armpits. So I had to switch and I have to wash it and I haven't even worn it yet. Just took the tags off. Uh, and then I caught my boot on the metal lip of our garage door <laughs> and I got these boots on Monday too. And so it scraped up the entire front of my boot, which is wonderful. And then I gassed up this morning when I got to town and I pulled the nozzle out and it spat back at me. Oh. And so now I have... The smell of gasoline on the left arm of my shirt. So it's all I can smell and I'm getting nauseous. So it's just a culmination of things now leading up to what's the worst. Night. My son is a uh, second year Bantam. So this is his last year in youth hockey. Mm -hmm. And so you got to spit that out. Oh, I I thought you did. Yeah, I did. I don't have meat in my mouth. (laughs) You're so obsessed with me. Not obsessed with you. Uh, so anyways, so it's his like last couple of games of, of youth hockey. And it's so weird to have both my sons go through the hockey program. And like, this is his last. So they, they do this thing where they, uh, they announce your parents and you walk out there. Yeah. So, but here's the thing. And the hell that's going to rain down on my home this afternoon between three and 4 PM will be when my wife realizes that and I think she wants to like I think all the moms are supposed to wear their sons like away jerseys. Yeah. And I can bet you a trillion dollars that my pig pen of a fifteen year old kid Didn't hasn't watch washed his game jersey in, in my wife and it's gonna be my fault. I can hear it now. <laughs> Can't you I get can, home and wash it? You're gonna be home in like three hours. But they gotta learn a lesson. So no. You're even gonna though, have a stinky wife. Even though So different how? <laughs> Kidding. Kidding, very kidding. <laughs> but what's going to happen is about four o'clock, my wife's going to go, Nolan, grab me that jersey. And he's going to go, oh, and he's going to pull it out of that stink ass hockey bag. And she's going to go to put it on, and it's going to be way too late. They're never going to get it washed and dried in time. You can't get that funk out anyway. You can, actually, the, the, jerseys, you, the jerseys you can. The gloves you can't. The shin guards you can't. The helmet you never can. But the jerseys do come clean with enough. Uh, with enough chemicals thrown into your washing machine, the jerseys come clean. You need to get her a little something on your way home. Cause this is her baby. Like gum? It was a big deal. Oh, no. She's going to cry. So, so? Are you a monster? Well, no. Listen. Get her a little thing of flowers or get her, get her something that she likes. Get her get a my... bottle of wine that she likes. Bring it home and just say, I love you. I know. Get drunk. Your a, kid's not a youth anymore. It's going to be a big deal for you. Your last. <laughs> baby in the house. I can't believe that's a thing. I can't believe I'm supposed to get my wife something because my kid's not going to be a youth hockey player anymore. See, this is it. This is everybody just telling you what to do. It's like I have two wives. So there's a new drug-free way to take care of constipation. Maybe you're one of those people that you said it this week. You're like, I haven't gone number two in three days. I got bound up over the weekend like something fierce. It was hurting. How uncomfortable. Do you have like a hard belly and stuff? Yeah, it was like, yeah, felt like I had a tumor. So you would just take Vibrant, which is a vibrating pill. Vibrant is not a laxative and works with your body's natural process. Simply swallow with a glass of water. Vibrant's unique drug-free approach uses gentle 
special vibrations to stimulate the colon mechanically. The disposable capsule is expelled with natural bowel movements. You poop out a vibrating pill. Yeah. And you know some people are going to be cheap enough to wipe it off and do it again. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't. I feel so like I, I feel like it would just maybe cause some problems. But uh, the owners of a Toronto home got a surprise when they went on vacation. These two people sold their house back in January of 2022. Investigators say two Etobicoke homeowners left Canada on a business trip. At some point, two suspects, a man and a woman, used fake ID, hired a real estate agent, and listed the property for sale. Somehow, that sale went ahead and the buyers took possession. The real <laughs> homeowners only found out what happened several months later. So, you gotta be kidding can me. Can you even imagine that? Where they just, it's like putting your school up for sale for the senior That's joke. an inside job, though. You know these people are gonna be away for six months on business. And then you have all the paperwork ready, and this realtor sells your house. That would be so crazy. I come to think of it. When you sold your last, oh, I'm, I'm trying to think of like when we sold our house, I don't think anybody said, can you prove to us that it's yours? They just said, all right, what do you want for it? Well, didn't they have, yeah, you had your photo ID, but they obviously made theirs at home. Uh, uh, every day. I feel like we've got, this time of the year seems like we have so many pertinent anniversaries for our show. It was 14 years ago today that a very, very high water mark in the development of the show happened, Kat. Which was what? Think about what you were doing 14 years ago today. Better yet, think about what one young man did in our studio 14 years ago today. Oh, my God. That poor kid that puked yes. all over the wall. It was 14 years ago today. Oh, I felt so bad for him. And I watched the whole thing go down. We had this kid that was like, hey, I want to be a job shadow. Can I come in and see how things are going? And then we had our show videotaped. From start to finish. Yeah, we used like to run. Watch. Yeah, we used to run like a, a FaceTime live yeah. on our show, and this was the reason we quit doing it. So it, 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 there was just a camera, like a wide angle lens, in the corner of our studio. Yeah, and it picked up all the audio, all the video. And this room is it gets really warm after a while. It starts really cold, and then we shut the door, and it gets really warm. And he started to look a bit grayish. Well, he was so nervous when he first came yeah. in. Like I think he was. Maybe a junior or a sophomore in high school. He's got to he, be married with kids now. Yeah, this was 14 years ago. Yeah, and so he is like slowly going and leaning up against the wall, looking the other way. And I was like, this kid's acting a little funky. And then all of a sudden, projectile vomited all in, in the studio to prevent our the the sound from bouncing is is fully carpeted in here, right? Yeah. The the carpet absorbs the sound, so you don't hear the feedback in the microphones, and it's. Everywhere. I mean, he projectile vomited everywhere. And he had told his classmates that he was going to be in here. You can watch on the TV, whatever. You can watch on your computer. So his mom writes us the next day, you have to take that footage down. He's getting bullied. Well, so what he happened grew up. all night. So this kid, he throws up all over. We said, dude, where's your mom? And I think I think his mom was just like literally sitting outside yeah. waiting for him to finish his job shadow. And so he calls mom and she comes in. And I think he sat out the rest of the day at school because he was just, so I don't know if he was sick or, or too nervous, but uh, it, 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 what happened is these jackasses that he went to school with yeah. were calling his parents landline at home all through the night and as soon as the phone would ring his dad would reach for the nightstand to go hello and they'd go <laughs> <laughs> how horrible 
I felt so bad for him. They're like, so, he's getting bullied mercilessly. They, I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. They call the president of our company. Yeah. And, and he comes in here at like 7 in the morning. He's like, you guys got to take that down. I'm getting all these phone calls because people keep watching. So we had it. But it was 14 years ago. It was a, It's wow. still a vital memory. I remember like I, the smell in the carpet, I remember. Because we still had two hours left of the show. It was really stinky. And we we took the we took the the vomit uh, trash can because he got a little bit of it in the trash can. Took that out to the back alley. Uh-huh. It sat out there, but the smell of acidic, 14, 15, 16 year old vomit yeah. was stuck in our carpet for weeks. I mean, we sprayed that down with some industrial cleaner, scrubbed it. Uh, you know, luckily since then we've had a studio rebuild and all that carpets in the trash. But man, oh, that was that was funny. <laughs> what do you, yeah? What do you think he's doing today? So let's let's just say he was seventeen. Yeah. That makes him probably married with 31, a couple of kids. 31 right now. Yeah. That dude got a career. You're right. He's probably <laughs> married, maybe has a family. And he's thinking to himself, self, it was 14 years ago today. I was sitting in with Kat and JJ and I puked all over their studio. What a TBC. Do you think, do you think he tells that to the wife and kids? Yes. I think he's said it because you look back and you can laugh now that kids were calling at all hours of the night making throw up sounds. Guy was a rager. Is it? Wait, is it? Hey, I'm sorry. What's your name? Zach. Yes. Zach, Zach, this is okay. Zach, we were just talking about you, right? <laughs> Did Samantha just call you? Yeah, she texted me. Okay, oh, okay. my God. Whatever. Your voice is definitely lower than it was when you were now, in high school. Again, for anyone that's just just got us on right now, uh, Zach, do you remember puking in our studio 14 years ago today? Do you remember that? Uh, no, I completely forgot. <laughs> so we were uh, we were just kind of retelling the story, but did you hear it on the radio, or is your wife? I know your yeah. wife texted us. W- were you just like, yeah, I, I can't believe they're talking about me a decade and a half later? I, I, I can believe that, but yeah. So, so that uh, how are yeah, we- so I ended up having food poisoning. Oh, so that was fun. Yeah, um, and then uh, yeah, I ended up. Uh, I went. I believe I went back to school that afternoon, mm-hmm. and there was multiple teachers <laughs> playing the video um, <laughs> for their classes. Oh so, my god! And did we remember it right that that the, the catalyst was people calling your house at night and just going, and your parents got really pissed about that? No. Uh, so my uh, it it had like five thousand views within four hours. <laughs> yeah, it yep. was mainly. It was mainly everybody at Apollo, so that pretty much ruined the rest of my high school life. So sorry. So that was great. I'm so sorry. Um, I'm sorry we're laughing like this. No, you're good. Okay. It, it's not the it's not the first time. So, yeah. 14 years later, from the epic throw up in the studio, we had to pull the video down and everything. Let's just fast forward to what's your life like right now. We know that uh, your wife had texted the show, and I, I can look back on the texting, and she's pretty active with with commenting on stuff we're doing. Well, what are you doing right now, 14 years later? So I'm happily married. We have a beautiful one-year-old daughter. Oh, uh, And I am the uh, public works supervisor, so and do life you turned think out pretty good. you wouldn't be as successful if you hadn't gotten 5,000 views right away? Well, you know, my plan was to go on the radio, <laughs> and that uh, abruptly came to a halt. It's so great. I'm so glad you called. Well, Fate is such a weird thing. Like, the fact that he noticed that it was the 14-year anniversary, your wife happened to be listening, it, it just, like, had to happen today. So we appreciate you, like, having a sense will, of humor. Will this be a hiccup it. now, Zach, in your life, that this has been re-brought back up, or... Um... <laughs> 
Uh, we'll see how much my phone blows up. As long as I don't go viral again before yeah. we're going viral was a thing, we well, should be all right. I can tell you this much. Uh, <laughs> we're going to make it part of the, the podcast. It'll start uh, airing at uh, about 9.30, 9.45. So uh, if you ever want your daughter just to kind of listen to what dad's life was like. You in, can uh, tell her right. that you were viral before viral was a thing because 5,000 views right. in a matter of like just an hour or so, that, that was major. We're at a Borg, cat. I have not. As somebody who is, you're probably the most distinguished human that I associate with that has tried the most different kinds of foods and exotic drinks and stuff like that. You feel like you put yourself out there. You're kind of a foodie. Yeah, I don't mind. I like to uh, try eclectic things. Well, if you consider yourself maybe a little bit exotic in your sampling of food and drink, I introduce to you the Borg. First, you need a gallon of water. You want to pour out about half of it. Now it's time to add your liquor. Today we're using Tito's vodka. I put in probably like a third. The final real step in making a Borg is to add your Mio or some Crystallite. And then lastly, because it's only 1 p.m., we're going to add some liquid IV so we don't get hungover at midnight. I shake it all up. Taste test. It's really good. Now. Do you know a girl that sounds like that? Everyone knows a girl like that. Plenty. That'll rip the filter off of a cigarette (laughs) (laughs) and drink it. Um, This sounds so classy. I would love to walk around with a gallon water jug. I was introduced to this in the fall. We were at a tailgating college football game that my son and all his dopey college friends were at. Yeah. And they were all carrying around gallon jugs. They were all red or green or purple. And I go, what do you got there? And he didn't call it a Borg. What did he call it? He said, he called it a try this dad. Oh, okay. That's what he called it. He tried (laughs) this dad. And so I took, and it was delicious. Listen, I I think vodka waters are probably the smartest drink out there because you get a lot of hydration in that. I think it's a good idea. And then you pair it with, with a Mio or whatever, but the look of it, man, just it, screams Melrose. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> wow. Taking shots. Of Melrose. Shots fired. We do cows and Borgs is all I see. That's it. <laughs> if you were looking for a name for it, it is now called a Borg. So, again, just in case you didn't understand it, you got a gallon of water, right? You go to the grocery store or milk. You, you finish your milk jug. You got a gallon of milk. Rinse it out. You fill it halfway up with water. Yeah. You put a fifth of vodka in, and then you can add Mio or some Propel or some Pedialyte or whatever the deal is for flavoring, and that's your drink. And then if you meet someone that night, you know they're in it for you, you know? It's They'll cheap. take you for what you're worth. It's easy. You can throw some ice cubes in there if you want to keep it cold. But when I was introduced this fall to this whole thing, yeah. And my bonehead kid and all of his friends were walking around with gallon jugs at the uh, at the football game pregame. I was like, "What? What was? What's going on?" And I'm like, "Oh, it's early in the year. Y'all are broke, right? You spent all your money on tuition and rent, and now I'm finding out that this is the big college thing right now." Can you imagine the people that work higher up at your kid's private college? And they're like, this is what they the look is. They look the other way. Oh, my God. At everything. So, happy Borg Day. And now, another 
post from Aunt Nora. I'm on a group text with Susie and Lisa from Rotary. I'll join halfway through, and it's just too much. I text yes, thinking it would answer any questions that were above that were asked. (laughs) So now I have to bring drinks for 80 people for the next city event on the 24th. Last time I say yes to anything. Kathy comments below. Are you going to the meeting tonight? Nora says yes. Kathy goes, gotcha. You said yes. That was another post from Kat's aunt, Nora. What a great life. (laughs) I feel your sarcasm (laughs) bleeding through in a heavy, heavy way. Not at all. Not at all. Been a good week. Got a dose of the uh, the cold there to come back to you. I don't know what's going on. Heard you it's sneezing like, all morning, and you okay, got the I cough. sneezed twice, but the cough you, is nagging. This, you don't understand. I, listen, I can hear everything that happens in here from my office. Yeah, you're at seven. I've counted seven sneezes this morning. It sounds like you're obsessed. It's not, you but it's not like it's just, that. It's just I hear it, and okay. I, I, I am convinced there's something in here that you have an allergy to, and maybe that's true. Maybe there's a ton of mold I mean, in sne- the walls. Do you sneeze a lot at home? No, I don't think so. Because in the very beginning of the day, like, it is quiet in here, and it, you do two sneezes. Yeah. And then about 15 minutes later, I hear another two sneezes, and when yeah. I come in here, it's a couple of sneezes. You're at seven right now. I don't know what it's you so, want me to do. I don't know. No, I just Christ. There's something in here. There's okay. something in here that's well, got to be Well, get rid of it you, then. You need to wear a mask. Find that something. You're always about finding solutions to problems. This is when obviously a problem. But it's my problem. Like, I don't have a problem with it. Sneeze all you want if it makes you feel good. I'm I just gonna. figure you pee a little bit every time you do, so it's got to be disturbing. <laughs> I don't. The other day, though, I did. It was like, <laughs> it was probably probably the worst it's ever been. And I was like, oh, my God. Were you in public? got to get it figured out. I was in the car going to get Liam from school. And I sneezed, and there was too much pressure and it was not good. Normally, it's not like that. My sister ha- has that situation. Now, how much are we talking? Are we like a dribble, a shot glass, a full beer mug? Probably a shot glass. It was wow. enough to have to go home, do you clean, rinse off. Do you clean the seat then, or is that no, it was God's isolated. problem? This is too much. So I <laughs> you pick, brought it up. Pick Liam up from school yesterday, and uh, the best days for him are when I turn my head and I look in the back seat and I say, do you want to go get some queso blanco? So we got a little Sartesis. And I'm like, listen, open gym doesn't open for like another hour and a half. I'm going to walk this off. So I watched the rest of the Pam Anderson Netflix show. Yeah, nipples while I, everywhere. While I walked on the treadmill. No more nudity. Oh. But man, that woman is smart. Like a lot of people did not give her the credit she deserved. Well, I, think, know, they just, I like, think she doesn't get the credit she deserved because she was founded because she looked really hot at like a, a basketball or a football game. Yeah. And then she took all her clothes off and got famous. I mean, that's why but most the, people don't think she's smart. The way she just describes like how she had to play the role. And then they did this montage of all these idiot men, including like Matt Lauer, other people that were interviewing her. And the only questions they could come up with was, so are those real? It's like, you guys are idiots. Or how do you like the red bathing suit? Yeah. And so she's like, I just had to play it up. You know, I was like new to the scene and I just had to go with it. I'm like, girl, that sucks. But either way, it is totally worth a watch. And her son put it together. How uh, was it? Like 90 minutes? Uh, no, it's like two hours. Yeah, it's, it's, a it's a long time, but it, it's worth it. And there's boobs uh, and, and girl parts. Maybe I'll download it and uh, watch it on the way to Mexico. Oh, sure. That yeah. would be a good look, right? Yeah. Trish and I sat in the hot tub for about 45 minutes last night and did not drink a bottle of wine, by the way. You didn't? I had one brewski. Oh, that's nice. That's it. And uh, and we solved a lot of the world's problems. But one of the things that I wanted to ask you 
And it was weird because it was a clear night and I could see a lot of the stars and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I just said, hey, I said, if if you were to get a free trip into space, like on uh, on the Virgin Galactic, on, on the Elon Musk thing or whatever, I mean, would you go? Me? Yeah. No, I don't want to go to space. It's like you thought I wanted to go to space. I just want to go somewhere. I think I'd and go. And see crystal clear sky. No, I don't even like to fly in a regular plane. It's like I, I think morbid things the other day i was watching a i don't know what it was it was like a show on airplane mechanics gone wrong and the plane took off and there was a drop of a chemical that dropped out of a wire onto another wire it shouldn't have and the whole plane snapped in half everyone fell to their death it was a freak accident but they're like well it could happen it was a drop it was a drop of liquid JJ, jeez, that landed on a wire that it shouldn't have final destination stuff right there. I don't know why you watch these kind of shows. That I just stumbled like, upon it. I was like, this is awful. So again, if you were offered a free flight into space so you could look at the earth from beyond our own atmosphere, you wouldn't take it. I don't want to look at the earth. I want to look at the stars. And I can't see the stars out of a tiny window. I always like to come in in the morning and have Cat go... You know, I had lunch with the girls yesterday, and then I just sit there, and I patiently grab a cup of coffee and wait to hear the drama. This one seems odd, because I would assume that most in-laws know pretty much everything about the child or the, the person their child married. But I think, ideally, you want to paint your spouse or significant other in the best light possible, and then if you know that your parents don't like certain things about people and then you bring somebody home yeah, and they have to get used to that because you love them. Um, but I have a, a friend who was talking about how, um, I don't know how we got on the topic of it, but she was like, oh yeah, my parents will never know that my husband went to jail twice. And well, it wasn't I was like, like a violent crime, was it? Like One was when he was younger, he hit someone's bumper and then drove away. So it was a hit and run okay. type of thing. Right. Okay. okay, I get that. He was young. He was scared. He drove away. And then the other one was uh, DUI, and uh, he got busted for that, went to jail. So she was like, oh, yeah, they'll never know about that. And I said, it's not that big of a deal. It was like almost a decade and a half but ago. But you know your parents better than anyone if they're going to react adversely to that. But they they have a kid and they've been together for for eight years. I can get why she does this now because if this is going to make it awkward at birthday parties, Christmases, stuff like that, then w- w- it's unneeded drama. Yeah. Now, if they ask, if they say, hey, did, uh, did Jeff uh, have a hit and run in his previous, you know, like when he was a younger kid, he was 17 or 18, they go, yeah, it was just dumb and blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but all this stuff is public knowledge. You can easily look up anybody. And I think, especially if I had a daughter, I would I would run a background check on really? somebody. I think I all know everything about who Liam is going to be with. Because my daughter's had a serious boyfriend for three years. Never looked him up. I just knew the kid. Well, he doesn't look like he. Well, it doesn't matter what you look like. Commit any John crime. Wayne Casey looked like just a fat, nice guy. No, he didn't. Oh, until he, he put the makeup evil. on. Anyway, so I was like, I wouldn't even worry about it. Just. And it doesn't even have to come up. When would it have to come up? But look at this. Uh, There's something that you wouldn't tell your parents. Uh, A woman, we're going to call her Tanya, is on line two. She has a secret about her husband that her parents don't know about. Okay. 
Tell her to hold on. Yeah, I want to get her story and then yours as well. I mean, see, Derek's an open book to your parents. Like, there's nothing they don't know about him. Uh, there is nothing that they don't know about and him because I, I truly believe that people can go to jail. They can go to prison. They can do something bad in their past. They could they could do something and and still be a very good person. People make mistakes. It's the people that continue to go back because they don't learn their lessons or I don't know. I, I had a friend whose husband, when he was younger, stole from a company that he was working for, went to prison for it. Blue collar crimes are treated so much differently. You know what I mean? Cat goes out to lunch a few days ago with a bunch of her friends and one of her friends comments, uh, I'm never going to let my parents know that my husband has, has gone to jail. Yeah. And they were things that happened when her husband was young. It was a different life. Different life. And you go through like, they say six seasons of your life. You are six different people throughout your life, which I completely agree with. You're always growing and I go, I don't think it would be a big deal. You have a kid together. He's a great dad. He's a great husband. It's not like he went to jail for beating up a previous spouse, you know? Like, he went to jail because he was young and hit someone's bumper and drove away. Good decision. No. This is a different angle on this. Uh, Matt, I appreciate being part of the show. How are you feeling today? Good. How are you guys? Good. I appreciate, again, your, your transparency here. So, you're kind of on the flip side of this. You've done your time. And you're now encouraging, is this right? You're encouraging your girlfriend slash fiance, whatever your relationship is, to tell her parents about this? Yeah, I think it's important to be upfront and honest because, you know, this game, I'm a a totally different person than I was in my, you know, younger... Most of us are, man. And, you know, I've done my time. I've come out. I got a good job. I'm doing good things in my life. and, And I've been dating this girl for over a year, and she just doesn't want to tell her parents about that time of my life. Yeah. Do you and think to be it's honest, a, I think they already know. Yeah, do you think it's that she's embarrassed about this or do you think she's concerned about how her parents are going to react? But it's also the level of what uh, happened. What happened to you that put you in prison? Right, right. I think it's a little bit of both. Like she was raised a little bit different than me, you know, like none of her family's been in trouble with the law or anything like that. You know, as in where me, you know, I yeah, I did my time, but you know, I think they already know cuz they dropped a couple hints before and she just doesn't pick up on it. You know. Yeah. Well, uh, is it? And I guess my final question, and again, thank you for for your honesty and your transparency. Is it your job now? Do you think that you'll go ahead and make this transparent to them, or are you strictly waiting on her to pull the trigger here? I wouldn't go behind her back. No, never. I would never go behind her back. No, no, no. I'm just saying if if it comes up in conversation, you guys are all just sitting around. And then, I mean, do you say, yeah, you know, on the time that I spent in prison or the time I was in jail, or you just only if she says it? Uh, Only if she says it. It's actually like there's been a couple of times where I've wanted to say something when we were talking, but then I didn't. And then I asked her later. You know, would you have been mad? She's like, oh yeah, I would have been mad. Oh, okay, so you clearly know where the uh, where the line is there. So you went to prison. Where the line is, yeah. What does it rhyme with? Drugs. Oh, drugs. It rhymes with drugs. Okay, <laughs> okay. fair enough, man. But, <laughs> I mean, you reform yourself from drugs. You didn't go in for a violent offense. You know, I just there are there are levels that, as a parent, I think they should understand. I think they would be okay if yeah. they see this clean. Guy, he's clean from drugs. He treats their daughter like a queen. I think she's overthinking it. 
Yeah. So hopefully Listen, it works just, out. I, I think it's worse if you mention that you like country music. I don't know a lot of parents that are going to be okay with that. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't lead with that. Thanks, Matt. I really appreciate you being honest with us this morning. It was uh, fun to hear from you. Thank you, and have a good day. Now, I told you that Tanya had been waiting on hold, and from what I'm understanding, this one's going to be a little bit different. Tanya, appreciate you being on the show. Uh, you're, you're not telling your parents. Well, okay, so we've been married for seven years now, and I I noticed this about two years in, and it's he. Like my, I know that my husband sometimes wears my clothes. Like things are just what? a mess. Okay. Yeah, but I don't even. We don't talk about it. Like I just, he just. I know he's wearing them, and I'm just. It's the kind of thing I'm not going to tell my family ever, and it's the kind of thing that if he's, that's just his so thing. He knows that you know, but no one ever talks about it. Right. Yeah. So we just kind of, yeah. So I don't tell my family, but it's, it's kind of his thing and we have a really good marriage. So I don't know why I need to, but it's fine. Whatever. Okay. So there is, is it Hobbit town or Hobbiton? Hobbitville or something. It's an outdoor set from Lord of the Rings and it is super popular. People love this franchise. So they'll go to New Zealand, go to this tourist destination and there's a pub that you could stop in and go have lunch, have a drink and out pops Ed Sheeran. Go to see the Hobbit and Eddie shows up. Hanging out in New Zealand. Yeah. You can see all the old men looking around like, who is this guy? Is this the redheaded the guy with the piano or the Hanging guitar over there. At the Green Dragon Inn feeling cute. Might, might go hang out. <laughs> uh, after Tom Brady posted a selfie, what did I say yesterday? I said, if right. he just moved his hand, they would probably sell a ton more undies and Gronk concurs. I don't think he did it right. I think everything's right, but he, his hand is not in the right place. He's covering up a little bit. You're not You're not supposed to be covering up. That's what's supposed to be showing. You got to show the package, Tom. So, so everything looks good besides his hand placement. Isn't that great? Like, you can be the greatest of all time yeah. and think you're doing something cool, and then you just have that one friend that's going to dog you out no matter what. That's yeah. Gronk. Um, so it's weird how you can grow up in the same household as other people, and they're totally different from you. Like my brother... I didn't realize how nerdy he was. He goes, Hobbit Town, Jesus. It's called the Shire. Oh, thanks, Michael. But he's married, so he got a girl. So we know that. Yeah, he's but got she got a cat. She got a cataract. <laughs> I know she- All right. Uh, Christine Brown, she was the former sister wife. So did you ever get into that with Trisha? Did you guys ever watch that? I've watched a couple episodes, but I I couldn't stop thinking, what's wrong with this man? You want more than one wife? It looked exhausting. And then when they all wanted their own homes and got to design them when they moved to Vegas. And how did this guy make all his money? Everyone wants to know that. So many questions. But now she's divorced from Cody. Now she sounds so happy she met somebody. I am dating someone exclusively. (laughs) He's... Wonderful and romantic and so kind and everything I've been looking for. Incredible with Truly. I'm just, he's absolutely a dream come true. He likes the Trulies, huh? Yes. Those switches up the claws. (laughs) I was going to say, you kind of have to if you're on a date a sister wife. It just, it looked exhausting. It really did. It looked like a lot of I'm sure it's great for some people and that's, I don't doubt your lifestyle. For me, if there was a half-wife option, (laughs) I'd be into that. So if you had to add a wife 
from somebody you work here with. Here? Would it be? Probably Cindy. Probably. She's the kindest. Yeah. She takes care of us a lot. But she butts in a lot. Sometimes the light's on and she just comes in here. Yep. I won't be able to have that at home. Okay. But she's the top one, huh? Yeah. Somebody you sit with for 17 years. We have we have nothing. I have nothing that you'd want. Why am I taking such offense to Boy, it? Oh, yeah. You're really digging here. All right, take her. Blowing out their candles today, we have Michael B. Jordan, 36. Uh, Judith Light, who is Angela on Who's the Boss, 74. And she's in that new movie, The Menu, which you have to watch on your way to oh, Mexico. That's the one where they serve the people human beings, it is right? the most messed up show. Right when you think there's nothing original in Hollywood, it is incredible. She's 74 and Mia Farrow is 78. Today's World Pizza Day. We've already given away a bunch of House of Pizza pizza, but have you heard about the pizza diet cat? I need you to tell me more now. I figured this. So here's the deal. (laughs) There's a personal trainer in the UK. His name is Ryan. He just finished his 30-day pizza diet where all he ate for breakfast, lunch, and dinner every day for a month was pizza. Regular pizza. This is not cauliflower pizza with like arugula, or is this like a Domino's? Original lost seven and a half pounds in 30 days, and he only had pizza. I mean, he ate other stuff, too. He had protein bars when he needed a snack. snack Every meal was pizza. He averaged 10 slices a day, 300 slices of pizza he ate in the month, and he was able to lose weight. Now, here's why. He made every pizza himself at home. Okay. Going to be healthier than the crust and the stuff you get at Domino's, but mainly he just made sure... He ate around 2,000 calories a day, and mm-hmm. that was all pizza. And then because of his rest, resting metabolic rate and the amount of calories that he would burn off uh, by, by working out, yeah, he lost seven pounds by only eating pizza and protein bars for yeah, a month. Yeah, this is bull because that's what guys can do. Guys can do that. Oh, every girl can do it, too. It's just a calorie deficit. No, we of are course it is. completely different. Our makeups are different. Nope. That's why they have that commercial where it's like, oh, I looked at bread and I gained 15 pounds. He had a loaf and he lost eight pounds. That's There's truth to that science. And I, but I mean, I'll try it. I'll try it. If that's <laughs> it was my arm. No, but I mean, isn't that crazy? So the guy ate pizza for a month, lost seven pounds. I think he's a liar, liar, pants on fire. I think he like ran everywhere. I think I'm he sure worked he did. out like crazy. I, I'm sure he did. I, I'm sure he took his whatever his metabolic weight was. I mean, so to lose seven pounds in a month means, do, do the math real quick. Do you have your, uh, so uh, a pound is 3,500 calories. Okay. So so it's like 21,000 calories was his deficit for the month. <laughs> 21,000. Yeah, okay. right around there. So, I mean, that's, I just did the math in my head. So he had to, so he, he burned 21,000 more calories than he took in that month yeah. and therefore dropped seven pounds of fat. Great. And that was pizza. I mean, think about that. If you figured it out and you just wanted to eat pizza all the time, wouldn't you be a happier human? Do you really want salads and quinoa and stuff like that? I love that stuff. Really? I love eating like that. I, I would I would choose like there was that place in town was it called Quirks yeah and I loved it Derek he doesn't eat Apparently like that you're the only one <laughs> I know I felt really bad that it was out of you know out of commission but like I thought it was fresh I loved the fresh cucumbers I like the I don't like a lot of taste or seasoning so I really enjoyed it so I could so eat like that all the time so you wanted styrofoam I could eat like that all the time. Nice. 
Um, Jessica Kenyon posted a very cute yet logical Instagram video from her six-year-old son, Brody, who is speaking, I think, for all of us. He wants a three-day weekend. Um, I'm Brody, and this is for the government, and I'm protesting, and I want three days off of school. Yeah. I've been tired of school lately, and I've been dreaming for three days off. Two days is not enough. I need time to just play and stay home and do whatever I want outside. He has had it. Have you ever seen that video of the little boy where the dad's like, are you you hot? You're sweating back there? He goes, yeah, I got sweat in my butt crack. (laughs) (laughs) That's what he sounds like. So I, I hope they get on board, Brody. I hope the government listens. So this woman had a friend record her very first polar plunge. It's like you're proud. You're doing it for a great cause, Special Olympics, giving... Uh, kids that don't normally have a chance to play the sport that they love, you make it happen. But she hates it so much. Oh, she's crying? (laughs) So the worst ones are where you run into the water. That's horrible. That's the slow, Uh, that's the slow uh, Titanic. Slow burn. You know, it's, yeah, it gets you from your feet up. When you jump into a hole in a lake like Malax, it just is knives all at once, you know? So I get it. I hate the polar plunge. They will get all my money. I just don't want to go in the water. It's, it's one of the worst things. I hate it. Derek loves it. I I will just give my money. I've never found for a cold plunge to be that bad. I don't enjoy it at all. Let's get to know you with a little would you rather. Sure. I have about one, two, three, four, eight questions. You ready? Please. Would you rather work from home for a full day or go to an office uh, or work a half day? Me? I'd yeah. rather work from home all day. You would? Yeah, absolutely. You'd rather be that introverted where you... No. You, we just can't do our job like that. No, I, I, think I, that I know we can't, but so if, I, if I had a whatever, like my, if my wife it works in finance, if I had her job, I would much rather work yes, from home. Yes, absolutely. All right. Change a stranger's baby's diaper or your spouse's diaper. Ooh, uh, I've already had the chance to change my spouse and help her out when she broke both her elbows, and I was a quick no. So I'm going to go with the baby's diaper. That is horrible. I just For better or for worse, for sickness and in health. I just don't want to, if, if, heaven forbid, something happened and my wife's butthole fell out, I don't think I'd change her diaper. We'd get somebody in there. Okay. Wow. Uh, be stuck on a flight next to your ex or be stuck on a broken Ferris wheel with your ex? Oh, the flight. I can, there's a lot of other people around there that I can make fun of her to. Yep. So I could, I could make that a fun thing. <laughs> all right. Uh, have all your teeth fall out over? Whatever's next. Or, oh, okay. <laughs> or have all your hair fall out. Hair. Well, yeah, there easy. You go. I would say. It's different for a girl. No, right? I'd say my, my hair fall out. Because I like steak too much. I know, but you can always get... Uh, falsies? You can get falsies and good ones. Right? Watch 24 Hours of Wheel of Fortune or 24 Hours of Jeopardy. Jeopardy. I rock at Jeopardy. I'm no, very I good have at fun it. on Wheel of Fortune. Jeopardy's a, a snooze-a-thon. I think Wheel of Fortune is funny. I, I too, think Pat, Pat Sajak gets into it. I get you know? too horned up when they show too much Vanna. That's weird. <laughs> that was out loud. Uh, go two days without showering or two weeks without brushing your teeth. Two days without showering. Teeth are just too... I can't. They, that little film gets on there. Uh, take a nap on the beach in a chair or in a yard on it. That's a dumb one. We're going to move on to this one. Stay in all day watching movies or stay out all day on a shopping spree. Uh, Probably movies now. 
Okay. I, I can't, my wife doesn't even take me shopping anymore. She's like, I'm leaving. I'm like, oh. all right. She doesn't even ask me if I want to go with. Speaking of movies, I can't believe that you are so jacked for this movie. This is the new Will Ferrell. He's going to be voicing a dog who is, like, abandoned by his owner. And so his only, like... The reason I love this, guys. Because it's unique. The reason I love it is because the dog's purpose in this movie is to get back to his owner to bite his junk off. Yeah. If you haven't seen the previews for this yet. Today is going to be the best day ever. I love sunshine. I love butterflies. But more than anything, I love Doug. Hey! Shut up! That's Doug, the best owner in the world. We're playing this game called Fetch. He drops me off really far away and drives home without me. Oh, that can't be right. You are officially a stray. That would mean Doug doesn't love me. You a stray. You can do anything you want. I'm going back to Doug's. What? He needs to pay for what he did. I'm going to bite his off. (laughs) (laughs) How dumb and morbid and dirty is that? This is like, this is an adult thing too, by the way. Yeah. This is not made for kids. Will Ferrell is the voice of a dirty-minded, swearing dog whose only objective is to find his POS owner and bite his wiener off. Yeah. That's a <laughs> funny movie. Okay, I'm ready. Uh, so there was a, a story the other day with this woman that she was videotaping her husband because if there's a spider... I'm sent to handle it, okay, in my house. Your husband won't kill a spider with a shoe or a rag or anything like that? If there were a snake in our house, he would be the one to go get the gas can and light the house on fire. Like, that would be (laughs) how he'd handle that. He wouldn't go fist first into a washer and pull out what he thinks is going to be a snake. No, it's not. No, it's not. That is a snake. That is... No, don't touch it! Don't touch it. (laughs) What in your washer would look like underwear. a snake? Was it her underwear? It was her underwear. It was all wrapped up, but it was like snakeskin underwear. And she oh. thought that it was like all wrapped up, coiled up in the her, bottom. Huh? Yeah, but like what a manly man to just open the lid. Like she slammed the lid shut and went to get him. And he opens it, doesn't even like really give it a second glance, puts his hand in there and goes to grab it. I would say the last manly thing that... Derek has done was he noticed that our snowblower was only blowing one way and he looks underneath it and he was like, oh, I'm missing this pin or whatever. Oh, so the turret one turn. Yeah. He goes to the hardware store, gets it, fixes it, lug nut, fixed it, moves on with life. Didn't Mm. even like brag about it like he normally would. Didn't have to call somebody about it. Didn't have to call anybody. He quick uh, Googled it. He's like, this is what I need. Goes to the hardware store and does it. Like That's a big deal. If you're a handyman, you're probably like, oh, bravo. So I couldn't really think of anything, so I just texted my wife. I said, hey, what's the last manly thing I've done in your opinion? And she just gives me the eye roll emoji. And I go, Trish, it's for the show, not my ego. Yeah. And uh, (laughs) and she goes, oh, well, you fixed the hot tub cover. So we had And you drilled through the webbing of your hand. Yeah, but- did I complain about it? Yeah. No, I just told the and story. And you made me watch the video. I know because it, it was pretty funny because I cussed a lot. <laughs> uh, but um, but basically, like oh, the original cover we had for our hot tub was one of those hydraulic ones. Yeah. Where it goes nice and slow. Uh-huh. Well, the hydraulics burst on it, and the thing sucked, and it bent and stuff like that. Yeah. So I ordered a new one, 
And then thanks to my friend Todd, who provided me the tool that I needed to not have to empty the hot tub, but I was able to just pry it up enough to get a new thing underneath. Anyways, I fixed it and it works great. Yeah. And so I feel very, very accomplished uh, having done that. I thought it was manly that before helping yourself, you looked for what you dropped in the snow as oh, blood was trickling well, down a, your Yeah, fingers. there was a bolt or a little <laughs> screw that fell in, the, and my, my hand is just gushing blood. It's like squirting out of there. I'm like, I can't lose that little screw because it's not going to. And then when it, when everything melts, everything yeah. runs away, and I'm going to, I don't want to step on it in my flip-flops or anything like that. So. There you go. Last manly thing. Pretty what was the last manly thing that your husband did? Go ahead and brag. I love when people brag about their loved ones. The Playhouse podcast is made possible thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Catch the live show weekdays from 530 to 9 on 1047 KCLD. Now, share this with a friend.